0: GG and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are joined now by Michael Katz, Wyoming Cowboys beat writer for the Laramie Boomerang and Wyoming Tribune Eagle. Michael, good morning. How's it going, guys? Good. So as we follow Wyoming football, we do the spring football tour trying to gear people up for what the coming season uh, will bring. And as we follow Wyoming football, we see it kind of go in waves. Uh, There's some pretty good teams, but they can't reload. they got to rebuild. Where does Wyoming sit right now? How, how high are expectations going into this year?
1: You know, uh, with the way uh, the bull game went, they, they won their game against Georgia State uh, 38-17, to I believe it was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, their, their whole issue last year was, you know, they had a backup quarterback in, their quarterback, their starter got hurt. Uh, and I believe it was the eighth game of the season, and, and things kind of fell apart a little bit uh, offensively. Um, but in that bowl game, they put in a true freshman. They started him, and the offense just looked – it was on another level. And so, you know, the storyline this year is you have the kid who uh, is coming back from injury, and then you have the freshman – uh, and I think either way, people are just really excited to see where the offense goes. I, I mean, the defense is always going to be you know, pretty good under, uh, you know, head coach Craig Bowl, but I think the thing that people are really excited about is, is what this offense can be. And if that offense can be good, I, I think there's really, really high expectations, uh, you know, for this team to win, you know, eight, nine, maybe even 10 games.
2: Well, I think there should be. You know, they've had four straight seasons of winning at least six games. You talk about last season, eight wins. They return out of their two deep. They only lose 12 guys. So you look at the quarterback, Sean Chambers is the kid you're speaking of who got injured, and Levi Williams, the kid who came in at the end and and orchestrated that bowl win. Uh, Chambers has said that his left knee that he injured against Nevada in late October is fully healthy, But at the same time, I read where Craig Boll is saying that he's looking to play both Williams and Chambers at quarterback. How do you think that's going to work out?
1: I think it's interesting because our understanding was that Sean wasn't going to be available at all during the spring. And so that was kind of going to be a chance for Levi to, I don't know if I'd say take the reins, but... Uh, you know, k- kind of put himself out there uh, a little bit more. But now that neither, of you know, uh, Sean just got clear, I think it was a couple of days ago. So spring practice would have already ended. Uh, but, you know, now that neither of them got that chance to 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 get a spring ball, I think it's going to be interesting whenever, you know, things do start up again, uh, how Craig handles it. Because, you know, Sean, Sean, all Sean does is win games. Uh, but it isn't always pretty, and, uh, you know, Levi has a really small sample size, but uh, things have looked pretty good, and, and, and Craig has said that he is, has thought about maybe running Sean Chambers a little bit less, and that's his big element is that he adds so much to the running game, you know, he ran for almost 700 yards and 10 touchdowns in just, you know, eight games last year, and um, and, and he, you know, he has had season-ending injuries in his last two in his first two seasons, and so you know, Craig has said that you know maybe that's something he looks at, but he doesn't want to take that element away from Sean because that's what makes Sean so good. Uh, and but we all also know that you know the whole dual quarterback thing doesn't always work out very well. So I think it will be interesting to see how he handles it. But uh, I, I think all uh, you know, I think everybody here is is pretty excited that. You know, wh- whoever ends up taking the majority of the snaps, it- it's probably going to be a better product than, than what they saw for a lot of last year.
0: Well, a year ago, uh, Zavian Valade Zavian, am I pronouncing his first name right? Uh, We just call him X. X, okay. Well, X ran for 1,200 yards at five yards a carry. Those are awesome numbers. And his freshman year, he got five and a half yards of carry. He just didn't get as many carries. So he looks like the real deal. Does he have an O-line in front of him? Are they going to be able to lean on the running game no matter who's a quarterback?
1: Yeah, so he was kind of – his story is interesting because he was basically kind of the third guy on the depth chart and then injuries to a couple guys – uh, early in the season, and he kind of had to step in, and like you said, all he did was you know lead the Mountain West in rushing guards, the first Wyoming player to ever do that. Uh, and the crazy thing is, they returned all of their linemen. Uh, you know, they were uh, they were a honor roll. Uh, you know, a select selection for uh, one of the you know O line unit awards nationally. They return everyone. Uh, you know, Craig Bull. He wants to run the ball, even if you know it's coming. He's going to run it down your throat. That's how they play. Uh, And so, you know, as good as as X was last year, I think the expectation is uh, if he stays healthy, uh, he's, he's going to be better. The offensive line is going to be even better. And, you know, the depth behind him is going to be even better. So he doesn't have to carry it, you know, 40 times a game like he was toward the end of the season. I think people are really excited about what he can do.
2: Yeah, you say that about Craig Bowl. You know, that they're always or uh, usually very close to the top in the Mountain West in number of rush attempts. Obviously, Air Force is most likely going to lead that every single year. It'll be interesting when the Utes go there. It's probably going to be a, about, a, a, what, a 90-minute a game with uh, Kyle demanding that his team runs the ball and Ball runs the ball. It looks like, though, that if the Cowboys want to take the next step, and get to we're talking about the nine to ten wins, win the division, play in the conference title game. That they're going to have to be able to to throw the ball, which I think is the big issue because you look at the last two seasons and they finish 123rd and 124th in passing. Can they get better there?
1: Yeah, and that's you know I was I was looking through when when Sean uh, announced that he was healthy again. I was looking through his numbers and. You know, I know he's your starting quarterback, but uh, you know he completed. I believe it was forty three percent of his passes through. Uh, you know, eight games last year, and uh, you know and that that's that's going to put you at the bottom nearly every year. The year before was the same thing. You know, they haven't really had a prolific attack since Josh Allen was there, and uh, you know Josh's second year, even the numbers went down. So, um, you know, the the running game is always is always going to be the key, but. Um, you know I, I think when people saw what Levi Williams did in that bowl game when he you know in his only started year he had the most yards and touchdown passes of any quarterback for the team all season I think you got people really excited because it kind of showed you know if you have that run game and then you add in you know even a sort of good passing element that team's really going to take off and, and I think that you know, there's that you know the old adage: if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. But I, I think, regardless of who's ending up as you know, quote unquote, the guy, uh, it's it's going to be a, a better product than it was last year. And you know, they won eight games completing, you know, like under 50 percent of their passes uh, for the season, which is kind of insane. Uh, and so, you know, if, if you get that up to 55 to 60, which you know, in this age of college football, isn't great. Uh, you know, there's no reason to think they can't win 9-10 games.
0: So defensively, how good are they going to be? you are going to open the season against, uh, against Weber State. And Weber State's going to come in with a good defense. They've played some Mountain West teams really close. I mean, when you play a 6 nothing game, you've got a defense, you're playing a close game. If you don't have a strong defense right out of the get-go, things could get sideways right at the start of the year.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know the the big you know uh, Wyoming's favorite son Logan Wilson, the All American linebacker. You know he he just got drafted by the Bengals. There was another linebacker, Cash Maluia, drafted by the Patriots. They lost their All Mountain West safety, but uh, you know and, and those are obviously pretty you know those are those are heavy losses. Uh, but I, I think the general you know. Understanding is that, you know, Craig Bull's defenses are usually going to figure out. Now, there is a new defensive coordinator. You know, they're on their, uh, you know, third defensive coordinator in three years because all of the other ones have gone on to, you know, power five jobs. One was at Kansas State and one went to Washington State this offseason. Um, so, you know, there is there is that worry, especially since there was no spring ball. So, you know, I don't know how much, you know, face to face. Uh, Jay Savell, their new defensive coordinator, has gotten with, you know, the guys he does have coming back. But, I mean, generally, I I don't think people really worry about the defenses here. Uh, The question is always, you know, can they complete passes? And so, uh, you know, I I, I think that the defense will probably – will it be the top, you know, 11 – I think they were 11th in scoring defense last year. Maybe not to start out the year. But I, I, I think the general consensus is they'll probably figure it out.
2: Well, I think they've got a track record under Bull. I don't really care who the coordinator is as long as Bowl is there. He's an old defensive guy and has been for a number of years. You just look at them. Uh, obviously, Rocky Long was a big-time defensive coach at San Diego State, and I think they led the conference in fewest points allowed. And then, what in conference games anyway? Wyoming. I don't know about the uh, other ones, but in conference games, I think they allowed uh, what uh, less than eighteen points. So I'm even with those losses. As you say, though, I think the foundation of the program is on based on Bowles' defense. So in my mind, it doesn't really matter who the coordinator is, even if they come and go.
1: Yeah, no, I that, and that's kind of the. You know, not not to shortchange what the coordinators have done, but you know, I, I, I think the general consensus is as long as Craig is in charge, the defense is probably going to be okay.
0: So, what is the number one thing to worry about? And all this, does it go back to where we started with the the quarterbacks and having one leader and not having things get fractured with the two guys? Because if the defense is going to be okay and a running game looks good, because the O line's back and the star running back, or is it all the is it all the changes because graduating a lot of the receivers, or at least a lot of the top receivers?
1: I mean, yeah, I I think it's really, you know, I I don't like this. I don't want to say that losing the the top receivers isn't a big deal because obviously you know two seniors, but uh, you know it's not like they were setting the world on fire, and yeah. a lot of that is is because of you know the lack of a passing game, and you know, I I don't I don't think the passing game has to be you know on par with you know Boise State and 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 you know they don't have to be an error raid or, or anything like that, but. I just think it has to be more consistent. You know, I think they threw a total of like eleven touchdown passes last year as a team, which is uh, I mean, that's that's insane. A team that won eight games uh, that doesn't run the triple option, uh, you know, did that. And so I, I think just figuring out who your guy is. Uh, I'm I'm personally not a huge believer in the whole two quarterback thing. I think you kind of got to figure out who your guy is. And, And roll with him I think it's better for the locker room but uh, I I really think that's that's going to be the key to everything because if that aspect of things gets figured out there's no reason to think that this this team isn't a good amount better than the one that, that won eight games last year
2: you got the rivalry with CSU. That'll always be there. I think one is certainly developing for no other reason than proximity with Utah State. And then also Boise State's always everybody's big dog now. But last year you get the win, or not you, but obviously Wyoming, gets the win over Missouri. And that's a Power 5 team. And with that in mind, how big is this Utah game then?
1: Oh, I, I, I think... You know, assuming uh, you know everything happens uh, the way as it's currently constructed, I think everybody's really, really looking forward to that. Every time you can get a Pac-12 team, uh, you know, in here, uh, it's and then you know, Laramie is, is a hard place to win. And when when good places or sorry, when good teams come in, I mean, they pack the house. Uh, you know. Uh, you, with Missouri, uh, you know, last year Boise State, a couple years before that, when they were ranked in the top fifteen, uh, when when good competition comes in, people get really, really, really excited, and uh, you know, I think the War War Memorial holds under forty thousand, but they're they're going to fill it up, and you know, getting a team like Utah, I know this Utah team is going to look a little bit different, losing you know Moss and Huntley and and, and all those you know those great defenders, but. You know, that's still a big name. It's still a it's still a really good it's still a really good program. That's a consistent winner in the Pac-12. And you know if they were able to get that win under their belt, uh, I think it really would set the stage for uh, potentially a really special season for Wyoming.
0: Craig Bowles done six years in Wyoming. This will be year seven. Uh, I thought Rocky Long was going to be a lifer at San Diego State. Now, he did have a pretty good run, but he did leave, too, to go back, and he's in New Mexico's defensive coordinator. Bowles given some stability and some success there, and seems, things seem to go in the right direction here. Is he going to be there for his career? Because we saw his name linked. You know, his name was thrown out there when Colorado, Mel Tucker, you know, bolts after one year. Could somebody come after him or do you think he's going to coach there another 5 or 6 years? As much as anyone can guess what's going to happen 5 or 6 years from now.
1: Yeah, that's that's always kind of the worry here is because he has been so solid that someone's going to swoop him up, but you know, every time I I think about it, you know, he does something that makes me think that he's that he is going to stay here, you know, this off season he donated $100,000 to to Wyoming's athletic department to help pay for you know, the senior scholarships who uh for the kids who got their, you know, spring season taken away and were coming back again, you know, he he paid for their scholarships. Um and and I don't I don't know if a guy who isn't really committed, you know, to to his place is is making a move like that. And I know, you know, money's not a huge issue for him when he's making, you know, as much as he is, but uh, not every coach in the country is doing that and coaches make a lot more than he does. And so, you know, I, I think he's, he's always going to be a, a, an appetizing, you know, name out there because he's, you know, he's more, he obviously did a great thing at North Dakota state and he's done great things here at a place where it is, you know, hard to win consistently, but uh, you know, Craig is, is, he's a very, um, He's old school and he just he fits Laramie really well. I mean you would you would think that he's been here for thirty years just with how with how comfortable he is and how he sort of fits, you know, the the quote unquote cowboy tough, you know, culture that they talk about here. He's just sort of a perfect fit and, and I know he's comfortable, he loves it here. Um I see him around you know, when things rope in, I used to see him around town getting coffee. Uh, he, he, he I think he really enjoys this sort of lifestyle. And so I think it would have to be a really, really good offer. And the one I always talk about is, you know, if Nebraska, uh, you know, came knocking at his door, because, you know, he's a Nebraska guy. He was a defensive coordinator. Of course, he was fired uh, as defensive coordinator there uh, back in the early 2000s. So, I, you know, I'm not sure if there's bad blood. Uh, but that that's always kind of seemed like maybe the only one. That you know would maybe be uh, too good of an offer to pass up, but you know, other than that, it, it would be really hard for me to see him ending his career anywhere else.
0: Well, Michael, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for coming on and talking Wyoming football. We'll uh, will probably bother you again during the year since it's Weber State game one and the Utes game three and the Aggies game nine. are going to be seeing a lot of the Beehive State.
1: And I'm okay with that. I got family out there. I love Utah, so I'm I'm, I'm always uh, I'm I'm always happy to talk.
0: Thanks for coming on the air. We appreciate it.
1: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
0: Michael Katz covers the Wyoming Cowboys. He's the beat writer for the Laramie Boomerang and the Wyoming Tribune Eagle.